What's up, everybody? Hello. Guy Solo here, back from uh, the 49ers' second practice. And a lot to talk about because it was Brock Purdy's first training camp practice as the uh, number one quarterback, and he was the number one quarterback. Uh, it is not a quarterback competition with him, but there was quarterback competition today. So we'll get into that. If you're watching live on YouTube or not live on YouTube, it's live in your world. You're alive. Hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Appreciate that very much. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, you can uh, watch this if you want to see it by clicking the uh, YouTube link in the description or keep listening to it. That's great for uh, content as well. We appreciate that. Hit us with a uh, Apple podcast review, five stars, or email the show to get in the mailbag, promo code ham at gmail.com. Uh, a few things to get to. As we start debating if I'll look at quarterback video here or uh, uh, play it uh, back in uh, a different video, we'll see. Christopher on the stream says, I forgot what John looks like. Watch yesterday's video. He was there. Looks looks like him. Um, but uh, let's start with the quarterbacks because Brock returned. And uh, I thought today... And we'll get, get you can get your comments in as well. We'll get back to some of those. I thought today that um, the urgency for all the quarterbacks turned up a notch. I thought that in their quarterback drills, just to start practice, I thought that Sam Darnold and Trey Lance and even Brandon Allen threw the ball a little bit harder today than they did yesterday. Now, maybe they were instructed by Brian Greasy and the Kubiaks. Kubiak and Mike Shanahan's former quarterback, the quarterback room. Um, maybe they were instructed on day one to eh, throw it at 85% in warmups. But it felt to me like Brock was back today and Sam Darnold and Trey Lance just got a little bit crisper in that first uh, quarterback group. And um, I thought Brock threw the ball hard. I wondered watching them if Brock would have thrown the ball as hard in drills had those guys not been there. And that's why I say, even though Brock is not in a quarterback competition for the number one spot, it was competitive today, especially in those early quarterback drills amongst the quarterbacks. My thought watching him was that, uh, or watching them, was that they uh, kind of elevated each other. This is just in the drills. We'll get to some of the stuff that really mattered. And, um, and that you know, that it felt like part of it was Brock was there. Part of it was there's a lot of quarterbacks. It really hits you when you watch two guys and then another two guys go, none of whom are just dead arms that Kyle Shanahan has around because he needs quarterbacks. It really hits you. There's a lot of quarter. It hit me. There's a lot of quarterbacks there. Too many quarterbacks almost. And then, you know, by the end of practice, by the time you're watching this, maybe we know exactly what Joe Burrow, calf strain, did the MRI it? But as your as practice ends and you see Joe, the Joe Burrow video, you wonder, was that did the thing just happen that the Niners spent all of last training camp waiting to happen, holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo for, so that there would be a quarterback market out there? Brandon Allen was just Joe Burrow's backup. Maybe Zach Taylor, uh, like Sam Darnold, you know all that kind of stuff. Those are the thoughts that crossed my mind after practice because it was just so apparent watching those guys warm up that there are so many quarterbacks more and that it's actually good quarterback talent. You've watched, I've watched practices before with three, certainly four quarterbacks. It's not abnormal, but like the fourth quarterback doesn't usually get as many reps as Brandon Allen gets. And the number two and the number two quarterback usually aren't splitting reps and there's the number one quarterback. So it feels crowded. It is crowded. It's, it's abnormal. Um, 
you know, uh, if it weren't for the way that the 49ers seasons have played out with all the quarterbacks that, that have gotten hurt, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, the 49ers were, uh, you know, prepared to, they were, they were going to be ready to sign Phillip Rivers for the Super Bowl last year. Shanahan said that to Kawakami. Uh, that Philip Rivers thing was out there, but then Shanahan on the pod the other day was like, "Yeah, if we'd won the NFC Championship game, we probably would have signed Philip Rivers for the Super Bowl." If it wasn't for all of that, I'd be sitting here right now telling you they got to get rid of one of these guys. Like it's just too many quarterbacks. Um, but I've watched their seasons play out before, and I also want to watch like two weeks of just uh, of Brock practicing, getting through practice icing post-practice, waking up the next day feeling good. Remember, the schedule for Brock is two practices on, one practice off. Now, he said today he's already ramped up and he's already thrown it hard and he's done all the things to get him ready to practice normally. Let's just make sure he's back out there Friday feeling fresh, throwing the ball hard, and that he's back out there on schedule before we get too far ahead of ourselves. He said today everything's fine. Let's just watch that thing play out before we make any rash decisions on, you know, is it time for them to move off of having all these quarterbacks? But it's a lot of quarterbacks. It's just, it's, there's, it's weird. It's weird from the standpoint of, but they've done weird before. Last year was extra weird. Last year with Jimmy Garoppolo throwing uh, in behind the bleachers where the fans were. So um, I had to think today watching it and Brock admitted, well, he said afterwards he had some butterflies. I thought watching it today, it probably felt like a really big deal to Brock Purdy. Last year, he was the guy getting a couple reps at the end of each drill. Now he's the guy everyone was waiting for. And uh, and it felt that way. And he looked that way a little bit. I didn't think he looked nervous, but he said he was rusty. So what I did was, let's break down the good and the bad. And I think at the end of this, if we wanted to rank them one, two, three, who had the best day today? Uh, I think Sam Darnold probably had the best day today. Now, I also think... Uh, Brock just being back for Brock was a good day. And for Trey, it was not a bad day. But as I, I look at Sam and Trey, as uh, particularly with Trey, it's like, is Sam ever better than him? Like I thought after the first practice, I said Sam Darnold was not better than Trey. Um, today, Darnold was, Darnold made the most throws that I took note of. Now, I did not look at, a lot of guys keep track. A lot of reporters keep track of the uh, completions and pass attempts. I don't look at the. I will look at it. I won't generally seek it out before I do this because my opinion on those, and I said this last year, A, there's so many variations and factors, but B, not all incompletions are created equal. Not all completions are created equal. So um, let's go through. Here are some things that uh, the good and the bad for the Niners quarterbacks, Brandon Allen, I didn't think uh, stood out today, but he's not supposed to. So uh, here we go. Bad Brock Purdy threw a really bad interception uh, into double coverage. He was under pressure moving to his left. Maybe it would have been a sack. You know, that's the hard thing, but it was a, well, I'm not going to throw the ball away here from the pocket and I'm not going to get out and run. Maybe in a game he runs in that spot, but he threw a ball that had, you know, one thing is clear with these guys, all of them will, will Trey and Trey and Brock. They, they almost trust Ayuk to a fault. If they're in trouble and they're not sure what to do, they will throw it to Ayuk, even if he's in double coverage. And even if there's no chance of the ball getting to him and Brandon Ayuk has earned that reputation because he catches balls that other people just don't catch consistently. He consistently in practice, nothing comes easy. He catches more. He, I, 
if we added it up, I bet he makes two difficult catches for every easy ball he catches. And he catches the easy ball. It's not like he's dropping those. But they do not make life easy on him. Um, now, maybe if he were taller, they wouldn't look as spectacular. And he's long, so he's able to make these plays. But it's, you know, he's clearly they're very comfortable with him. Um, but it was a really bad pick by Brock Purdy. All right, podcast listeners, on the video on YouTube, I break down a Danny Gray play here. Go to YouTube. I've cut it up just for you podcast listeners. So you don't have to go find it. There's a play from practice that we're allowed to film that I break down. It's like two minutes. And it's not so much that I break down the play. It's a drill where Brock Purdy misses Danny Gray. Not a great throw. So that fell in the negative category. But also, it hit Danny Gray in the hands. It was a chance for him to make a play to show that he can flash a little bit. I wouldn't call it a drop, but it was a missed opportunity for Danny Gray. So that's partly a Danny Gray update today. When the coaches go back and watch that individual rep, they won't say, Danny, that's 100% a ball you screwed up and Brock made a great throw. It's not what happened. But it would be a chance there for Danny Gray on a rep that's otherwise probably irrelevant to flash and prove that he can do something extraordinary. Because that's what Ayuk does. That's what McCaffrey does. That's what all these other guys do. And that's how you get on the field with this team. So missed opportunity there for Danny Gray and Rusty behind whatever it was. Bad throw for Brock. Yeah, prize picks is where it's at. Prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 5 million users. I've been using it and telling you about it for months. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. We're not going to talk about my Otani less season long pick quite yet on his home run total. You just pick more or less of two or more player stats for a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. For example, this week on prize picks, you can go Anthony Edwards, more than 29 points and Nikola Jokic, more than 10 rebounds. Playoff time's the time to join because star players mean more on prize picks. Keep an eye out for the starred players on the board and you could receive a 10% payout boost if they're in your winning lineup. So right now, download the prize picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks, code HAM50. First deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price picks. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at Butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. Four years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you... Free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, 
Maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So, uh, good. Oh, one other bad thing for Brock. Brock um, had a ball over the middle to Ayuk. That was actually two other things on Brock. Brock threw a ball over the middle to Brandon Ayuk that Brandon made a great catch on. And um, it was too high. It was not behind him. Yesterday, there was a ball that I said, uh, Brandon Ayuk made a great catch on, and the video I saw Uh, got a lot of attention and somebody said to me was this the ball that you said was not a good throw from Trey Lance and I said yes that the video lies the video makes it look like it was a like a 50-50 ball it wasn't it was not a good throw it was up and in and I you made a great catch on it this ball was not up and in today from Brock it was just too high it was over the middle dangerous place to be uh, high on but at least it was an online throw I went up and got it Uh, not a bad throw, but not a good throw. If we asked Brock, he'd say that throw needs to be better. So, um, you know, let's grade Brock the same way that Brock would grade himself and um, not get offended when somebody says, even though the ball was completed, it's not a good throw. And that's why I don't love practice completion percentages when it's eight throws and good throws get 
in you know some good throws are incomplete and some bad throws are caught. So that's I'm just here to give you the context of what happened. Um, the Niners were oh, he hit one good deep ball to uh, Tay Martin, but they missed two go balls down the right sideline, one to Juwan Jennings and one to Debo Samuel. The negative was they missed it, but it also leads to the positive. Brock's arm looked good today. Brock's arm looked back today. Um, now the test is, you know, can you throw again and again and again and again? He said it feels just as strong as it has before. I don't think we've got a rookie of the year situation where it's stronger. Uh, if it if that's the case, he hasn't said that. He had some long throws to the sideline. That looked good. He threw two go balls. Uh, both were incomplete. That's not good. He said, hey, I'm throwing two go balls, one to Juwan Jennings, one to Debo Samuel, two guys I didn't throw with, you know, this whole offseason. Fair. I'm convinced, and he said these were not predetermined throws. They were just part of the read the defense gives them, so then he throws it deep. I'm convinced that Kyle Shanahan tries to make sure that there's one uh, go ball, go ball, I, go ball, to Debo Samuel at least every other practice, if not every practice, as a way to satisfy Debo. Because, you know, like, Brock's like, oh, you know, we'll get that later. Well, the Niners throw, like, how many go balls to Debo Samuel in the course of a season? I would guess they threw four last year. Like they don't do it. So, you know, not hitting Debo on the go ball doesn't freak me out. Juwan Jennings, you know, ideally you'd hit him, but you know, we're not talking about burners here. Juwan's got the height. I mean, that one, I actually, I'd prefer you under throw the one to Juwan um, and make somebody make a play on it. I'd under throw the ball to Juwan. Both of those throws were incomplete. Both were, I guess, can they be good throws if they are too long? You know, not if it's third and 10 in the Super Bowl, but um, they were good misses. And I was happy to see him miss long, not miss short. And he didn't miss long badly. He didn't miss long wide by five yards like Brandon Allen did yesterday on a ball. He missed long. And the only guy that was going to get to the ball was that guy. And if the guy was a little faster, he would have got there. So I didn't think they were bad misses. And I thought it was good that that uh, Brock was able to uh, cut it loose. I said the negative on the high throw to Brandon Ayuk. There was also a positive on that throw. And the positive on that throw was, uh, I think on that throw, he made a concerted effort, or Kyle did, somebody did, to get the ball to Brandon Ayuk. Um, that throw came right after Ayuk had been knocked down on the previous, or his previous rep. This is in team. We're talking 11 on 11 here. Ayuk had been knocked down. Ayuk uh, walks back behind Kyle Shanahan, kind of has his helmet up on his head, kind of not sulking, but, you know, just kind of walking, not thrilled. And I was very careful to watch his body language there because I was just before practice having the conversation with John Dickinson about whether or not Ayuk's going to get enough balls this year. So I was after J.D. said that to me, I was like, let's let's just watch Ayuk today. And he, he walks to the back, and clearly other people had an eye on him because – Trey Lance, who was not the one that was quarterback on that drill or on that rep, came over and said something to him. Shanahan turns around and says something to Ayuk. Ayuk kind of keeps the conversation going with Kyle. It's a good conversation. It doesn't look like there's an issue. Almost looks like Ayuk kind of, you know, is saying something with Kyle. Kyle then gives Ayuk like a little technical receiver route uh, instruction because, you know, Kyle's a receiver. And um, and then the next rep, they get the ball to Ayuk. It is very apparent when you're watching 49ers practice 
how many routes Brandon Ayuk runs and how many times he doesn't get the ball. Nature of it, right? When you're like, well, that deep ball to Debo, like, why'd you throw that? Why don't you throw it to Ayuk? I was having this conversation with JD. And the Niners throw more balls 20-plus yards down the field to Brandon Ayuk than they throw to any other player in the league. Um, Debo was targeted six times last year on balls over 20 yards. Um, Brandon Ayuk was uh, targeted 18 times on balls over 20 yards last year. Um, So, you know, they do throw him the ball down the field, but part of what opens it up is all the attention, the gravity, right? The Steph Curry thing. And, um, and so, you know, it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, it's possible that, that he just, it's harder to get him that ball because the defense is, is keyed on him. So uh, there was some of the good, there was some of the bad. And uh, like I said, I, the two balls that he missed deep, that's bad, but it's also good. So it was great. I, it was great to see Bach, uh, Brock throw the deep ball. I, there might be some more on Brock, but let's go to Trey. Good on Trey. I thought just like yesterday, Trey had some good bounce to him. Trey did not look like uh, a guy who is, you know, uh, who, who does not have hope that he can play in terms of his energy, in terms of his his just kind of body language when they get out there and do the drills and Brock's out there and Darnold's out there. And it'd be easy to listen to all the chatter. And here comes QB one. If you're Trey and just kind of be resigned to the fact that you're number two on the depth chart or you're number three on the depth chart or they don't love me here or whatever. It, he shows no sign of that. He is. Constantly, he and Brock and Darnold, especially those three, like if Brandon Allen's doing a rep, those three are talking and engaged. So I think Trey, it looks like, is handling all of this really well. Um, uh, you know, as I've said, I think there's a chance he gets an opportunity to play because that's the way this 49ers franchise just things have played out. And I am confident, I don't know how good he's going to be, but if it comes to be, I'm confident that he has his mind in the right place, and he'll have himself ready if he gets that opportunity. He threw spirals today. The ball pops. I mean, it does pop out of his hands. The ball really pops out of Darnold's hands, too. Like like those guys, both of them throw easy spirals to the sidelines. Um, and, I, you know, for Brock, it's easy, too. But it does, it does just come out of their hands nice. And today it came out of uh, Trey's hands really nice. Um, yeah, good spirals. Uh, nothing major for Trey in terms of positive today. I thought he was, uh, and that's the thing. It's like you say, oh, he was, and I and I do this right. We say oh, he was good today. He was better yesterday. There are so few opportunities to make big plays or to make any play that really will get somebody's attention. That unfortunately, what it turns into is, well, this guy missed that easy throw, or this guy missed that throw. Uh, here's a layup you missed because everything else is a 15 foot jumper. So. Uh, it's not easy. I mean, they do have to go through their reads. These are not predetermined throws when they go to team drill. But just keep that in mind as you're going through it, um, that he might have been no different today. But one play worked yesterday, didn't work today. Anyway, a uh, couple things. I said Brock threw a bad pick. Trey threw a bad pick. <laughs> Trey, I don't know. Well, it was a bad incompletion. It was not a pick. I don't know which throw was worse. They were both horrendous decisions uh these are practice throws okay so i'm not this is i'm just telling you what happened uh don't get so sensitive (laughs) um but uh trey threw a ball kind of like brock it was a different spot this one was over the middle trey threw a ball into double coverage to iuke that was again 
oh no, it was for Jennings. This ball was for Jennings. It was a prayer. The only way to explain this throw, it was a prayer because the ball never got, if you want to throw a jump ball to Juwan, I'm all for 50-50 ball to Juwan. This wasn't that. Marcelino McCrary uh, ball deflects it. Samuel Womack should have picked it, didn't. But um, yeah, bad decision. Uh, he missed it, uh, what should have been, I think, an easy throw in the flat to the big one of the big rookie tight ends, Braden Willis. And he had a throw, an opportunity kind of rolling to his left, tough spot for him, rolling to the sideline to throw on the move. It was a tight window throw, but um, an incomplete pass. So that was that. Um, Darnold. Darnold missed a very short, what should have been an easy throw in uh, – in drills with no defense to a tight end, maybe miscommunication. Fuma, I can never say his name. Fuma, um, maybe miscommunication looked like a bad throw. Um, and then in team drills, he it looked like Ayuk thought that he was open on a play, and Darnold just didn't see him because as Ayuk came back to the line of scrimmage in team, he he was kind of talking to. It, it was clear he was talking to Darnold and. I don't know if he was asking him what he saw or just telling him, like, hey, man, you had me, that sort of thing. The good for Darnold today had a really good throw. One, maybe the throw of the day um, or one of the throws of the day for sure to Debo. Just a strike to the sideline. Kind of had to throw it before Debo was open. Perfect throw to the sideline. Long throw to the sideline. Um, he had he hit Brandon Ayuk on a deep ball where it almost, I don't know if he was throwing it to a spot, but. Ayuk's coming down the left sideline. You know, the DB's kind of right with him. And the ball gets thrown behind the DB towards the numbers, towards the hash marks. And it and so Ayuk is able to curl behind the defensive back who kind of loses sight of where it is. It, the ball itself was not great. The placement was good. It should it, – we, I mean, you'd have to watch again to see where the safety was. You could argue it should have been a touchdown, but the ball was a little wobbly. And so Ayuk had to curl back behind the defender, come back to it. But it was a good, I mean, it was a it gave Ayuk a very good chance to catch the ball. And um Ayuk caught the ball. So those were uh those were those were some of the headlines. You know, that's the that's the breakdown here. Uh let's see here. I wanted to uh here's a comment. Guy's analysis has become so hypercritical, he's lost touch with reality. Alternative headline, guy watched all the plays today and is telling us what happened. So sensitive. Here's something. Oh, oh, Kyle Shanahan's become hypercritical. He told Brock that was a bad throw. Let's see. I'm Kyle watching the film. I would I wish this would be better if I could watch the film again and then really tell you I was right about this. I was wrong about that. Yeah, but if there's something I, I wasn't sure about, I don't tell you that that's what happened. Um Danny Gray. So I showed you the Danny Gray drop earlier. Danny Gray had a ball today. Oh, I didn't mention this with Darnold. Darnold made a trust throw to Danny Gray today, which is risky. And Samuel Womack was on Danny Gray. And Danny Gray, I didn't know how to grade this good or bad. Danny Gray goes up, plucks the ball, which you don't see a lot from Danny. This is him coming back towards the line of scrimmage, maybe 15 yards down, down the field. So it's a, a long throw. Plucks the ball and... I was debating with Matt Barrows, would it have been a catch or not? As he's holding it, you know, the guy's like holding it up here and everyone's kind of hitting it. I don't know if he kept it long enough, but uh, Womack eventually knocked it out of his hands. So, you know, 
There you go. Um, uh, that, that's the quarterback stuff. Other stuff. Yeah, let's just keep an eye on getting the ball to Ayuk enough. Uh, Hufunga, there was some question yesterday as to a deep ball from Darnold and uh, Danny Gray yesterday beat Ambry Thomas off the line badly, and Hufunga came over and made a play. I talked to one uh, assistant coach on the field. I asked him if he'd watched the film. He said, yes. I said, what'd you think? Was it underthrown? He said, you know, it was just a great play by Hufunga. Uh, maybe you throw it on a, lo- a better line next time for Danny Gray, but it was a great play by Ufunga. Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, talked afterwards, asked him the same thing. He said the same thing, that Ufunga just was able to figure out what was happening and uh, get a jump on it. But as uh, as the assistant coach said to me, that's just that's what that's just the play that sometimes the guys make. Like really good players make that play. A really good player made that play. Um, HR says John keeps guy from nerding out. Did I, am I getting in the weeds here? Too much of the weeds for you? Uh, all right. I haven't been when I'm solo here. It's harder for me to uh, pick out some comments. Question Do you think Kyle will give Trey a fair chance to win the starting quarterback job? I think Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback. So I think the question is, will he give, does Trey have a fair chance to beat out Sam Darnold for the number two job? Don't know the answer to that. I mean, there is a lot of smoke that says Sam Darnold's going to be that guy. But, you know, when you watch it on the field, we're just going to have to watch them play some games. Hypothetical, which retired quarterback will give the Niners the best chance to win the Super Bowl with two weeks prep time? Drew Brees, Big Ben, or Phillip Rivers? Well, it's not Big Ben. He wouldn't give him the best chance with two months prep time. But Kyle would love the breeze thing. Kyle would love, but it was almost. I mean, I it blows. Philip Rivers was now they would have had to have a miraculous comeback in this in the NFC Championship game, but they would have signed Philip Rivers to play in the Super Bowl. That's insane. When you are when that is what you were thinking during your last game. You shouldn't be in a hurry to trade off extra uh, quarterbacks. What David asked, what's the purpose of ha- of having Allen have the same number of reps as Trey and Sam? I don't, you know, did somebody count them up and say they're the same number of reps? Does he get the same number of throws? I don't, thinking about it, I don't think he gets the same number of throws. I could be wrong about that. But he definitely, those guys get more throws with the ones in the two, like, you know, they're more likely to be thrown to Brandon Ayuk or George Kittle than he is. Um, are there any lingering injuries we should know about? Asks Todd. Kerry uh, Hyder went down today in practice, got up, walked off, didn't get an update on that. Daryl Luter, um, you know, defensive back they like. They could probably use him. I think that's the extent of it. Oh, no, I take that back. Let's just keep an eye on Mitch Wisnowski, who uh, has a back thing. They're watching, but it's not a thing. But we're just being precautionary with it, cautionary with it, taking caution with it. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye on that. Is Mitch Wisnowski going to be okay? How do the rookies look in terms of physicality? I didn't see much today from him. Yesterday, practice number one, Cameron Latu, the third-round tight end from Alabama, made a uh, physical play. You know, that's 
part of the question with him, can, can he be as physical as 49ers tight ends are required to be? I watched Ronnie Bell uh, more in OTA. I haven't really watched Ronnie Bell the last couple of days, but he hasn't flashed either. Uh, Jair Brown, you know, I've watched that that Penn State team in the Rose Bowl last year against Utah, and I've said this, Utah was a physical, for those of you that don't watch college football, Utah's a very physical team. Penn State outclassed them in the Rose Bowl. It was pretty eye-opening how talented that team was, and obviously Jair Brown was one of their best players. Um, they're actually supposed to have a – they're supposed to be pretty good this year again. They've got a sneaky long-shot kind of Heisman candidate. Drew Allred, I think, is their quarterback. Like 6'5", prototypical, kind of blue chip. Keep an eye on Penn State. Um, but he got a rep today with the ones on defense, Jair Brown. So I think we'll see him. I think we'll see him. Question, will Drake Jackson make a year two leap? Uh, yeah. Ish. Leap, I'm not sure about leap. But I think he's going to be better. I mean, he didn't play in the playoffs last year. So I think it's naturally got to be better. Um, Trent Williams made the point to point out today how much better Drake Jackson looks physically and um, who he plays for. You know, in the same way you expect quarterbacks look good for Kyle, you expect D Lyman to develop for Chris Kasarek. You add to it, he's playing next to Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa. I don't know if he's going to start. I don't think it really matters whether it's him or Cleveland Furl. They're both going to play. If Cleveland Furl's the starter, then all right, whatever. I mean, Drake Jackson will get pass rush snaps. They were comfortable giving him. I mean, he had some games last year with 25, 30 snaps. So I don't see any reason why he's not going to get that in more this year. So when you put him on a line with this group of guys and he's in better shape, yeah, he's going to have a better year. I mean, I, I would expect him to produce more sacks. I would expect him to play more snaps. Thoughts on Joe Burrow's non-contact injury. Didn't look good. Saw the video. Uh, as of us doing this, they said calf strain. But, you know, that's might be what you say before an Achilles. You hope it's not that. Really hope it's not that. If it is that, uh, Trevor Simeon's their backup. He's worked with their offensive coordinator before. I can't imagine they roll into the season with Trevor Simeon and Jake Browning, I think, is their third-string quarterback. Brandon Allen was their backup last year. I don't know why he's not still there, but I would imagine it has something to do with uh, his relationships. David says, well, the Bengals, Bengals will call about Lance. We don't even know that Burrow's going to miss a significant amount of time. They ain't calling about Lance. I don't think they are. I think they would call about Brandon Allen. And I just would, does Zach Allen or Zach Taylor have some Sam Darnold fantasy? Maybe. Raphael says, hair looking better today. Uh, cut tomorrow. I, how's this for dedication? Not to you, but to me. It's about self-care. I'll be leaving tomorrow's practice early. Not that early, but, you know, skipping out in the end because I got an appointment with my guy Laz to get a haircut. All right. Um, let me just do a quick, I got the board here. This is the board I roll out to practice with. And uh, let's see, anything else here that... Um, I didn't say to you guys. Mm, no. I think we emptied the clip. Everyone's talking about how good Javon Kinlaw looks. There's the board. All right, everybody. 
thanks for hanging. Thanks for your questions. Talk to you soon. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.